Christian Nation. Welcome to the first of Queer Christian Conversations for 2023. I have lots of, well, I have two main announcements that I cannot wait for you to hear. It's so exciting. I'm so excited. And the way that I have all of this set up right now is on purpose because of the announcement that I have for you, okay? Now, I want to know how was your transition into the new year? Tell me how everything went. Hello, let's check in. Hey, Kim. Hey, Dr. Bridges or DR Bridges. Hey, Isabel, how are you doing? How y'all doing today? How is 2023 treating you so far, I, it feels weird to even say 2023 because I still want to say 2022, okay? Hey, Tyrone, you better call. I know you probably saw hearing that. Um, hey, Lee, how was your 2023? Drop it in the comments for me. I have two amazing announcements for us today. This background that I have going on is a clue to that. And then if you were following me on the stories, uh, let's see what when I was doing that at the end of the year you also have a clue about what's the second announcement okay um, tell me how you're doing hey Kiana drop it in the comments what was your word did you do your word for the year that I told you all to do um, for me when I start the new year I usually ask God to give me a year uh, a word for the year okay uh, so I sit down, I take a deep breath, and I don't overthink it because once you start overthinking what God is saying, you're not hearing God anymore. <laughs> so I take a deep breath and I ask God what the word for the year is and the word for this year for me and for you because it does affect you. I have like my personal word that God gave me, but then the other word that God gave me is for this community and that's actually the word, okay? The word for 2023 that God gave me for our queer Christian nation is community. And so all of my actions and what I'm gonna do this year as far as Confidently Queer is concerned, if you don't know and you're new here, my name is Coach Yema. Okay, that's how you say my name. You gotta get excited to say it. Yema. All right. And what I do is I help queer Christians heal shame, fear, and doubt so that you can live your best life possible. Okay. So you can show up more confidently at the job. So you can show up more confidently and integrate it in your relationship so you can get more money, honey. Like you can be free. All right. That's all my life is about, is about setting everybody free, including my freaking self, okay? So my word for the year is community. And so my first announcement is that Queer Christian Conversations is having a new location, okay? We will be going live on TikTok. We have a new building. <laughs> How do y'all feel about that? Tell me in the comments. How do you feel about that? We're going to be, I'm looking for my, I need to turn the air on a little bit here. I am still in Mexico and I need to put my AC on. I have my, my window open before, but now I have to close it because I'm getting hot. Okay. So we are going to be going live on TikTok. What are your thoughts? How do you feel about that? Are you on TikTok? Um, do you spend most of your time on TikTok? Like 
I do. <laughs> and I really enjoy the community on there. And so what's going to happen is I'll be going live on TikTok and also what I used to do and will be more consistent in doing this year because I have some new um, processes in place so that the audio from those lives are going to go on um, on the podcast still. So the podcast is still a thing. I will just be going live on TikTok. We might dab it a little bit in, onto YouTube. Um, I've asked before this community where you spent most of your time. And I was thinking about starting a YouTube channel. I mean, I have one now, but it's like very old videos from when I used to have a show called Good Sex on Facebook. Those old videos are on there. Um, so I haven't put any queer Christian conversations. Maybe one, maybe four or five of them are on there, but not a lot. So we're gonna be doing this on TikTok now, which is why, doesn't this background kind of give you TikTok vibes, okay? So that's what we're gonna be doing. Um, Kiana says, I think that's a great idea. TikTok gave you a chance to reach more people and have more conversation. Yes, thank you, yes. Okay, Lee, you think it's a good idea? So make sure you are following me on TikTok. So it's at Coach Yama, Y-E-A-M-A-H, on everything and on TikTok, okay? I don't have TikTok. I find myself more active on here on YouTube. Okay, good to know, Isabel. So I will still be um, sharing. I'll still be posting. You'll still be getting the value from me. We'll still, I'll still be in the DMs, okay? If you want to reach out to me, I'm not leaving Instagram. We are just taking the, the live conversations onto TikTok, okay? And I haven't really, to be honest, figured out exactly how to post on TikTok yet. Because <laughs> I usually just do the trends and whatever is happening, I do it. But to really start to help the people who are on TikTok as well. Um, if you're following me on TikTok right now, I put up a free book there in December. So if you want that free book, go to TikTok, sign up. The link is in my bio and you can download the book, okay? And it's about helping us, again, build community okay so god spoke this word to me and i've been i wouldn't say diligently working on it because i'm not like a super planner or anything i don't want it to be like oh my gosh coachy i'm gonna like really pull all this stuff together i didn't um god speaks it to me and i act right away and that's it so i put the book together it's on tiktok i'm gonna link in my bio Pop, 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 pop. The second major announcement, which I'm so excited about, is we are going to be creating an app for us, okay? So now I don't remember who gave the name, but I definitely asked the community here on what type of app would be that you would really want okay a community support app a educational app um an advocacy app and i think there was another one i can't remember but those were the three maybe i only said three those are the three major ones no there was another one i can't remember support education i can't remember the other one but the last one was the advocacy app, okay? So most of the, if not all, right, an overwhelming amount of people said 
a support group app because, and I will say this as well, one of the things that I hear the most from the community, especially when you all set up the free calls with me, which that's also open right now, is that you're looking for a community and you can't find it. So with all of the new technology that's going on right now, uh, it's been exciting for me because low-key, I'm a geek. And so I am opening and gonna be building an app for us, okay? So my plan is to have a prototype of it where you can do it for free in the beginning so we can get all the bugs out and so we can test it out by, I'm gonna say it on live so that I, so that I have a, a commitment. Um, hey Jake, so that I have a commitment, okay? So we are gonna have the prototype um, by March where you can log in and do the basics of what the app is gonna do. Now, this is a support app, a community support app. And so what my plan is, and y'all tell me what you think about this, what my plan is, like seriously, please tell me what you think about it, okay? I know there's a delay with the typing, so I'll talk a little slower, but I'm so excited. Um, the plan is that you will log in, you will do a, a quick assessment, and it will give you a plan that's tailored to where you are on your journey of reconciling your faith and sexuality. And then it'll plop you into a group with other people who are on the same, like at the same stage as you, so that you understand that you're not alone because that's one of the biggest things that we deal with, where we think that as queer people that we are alone, especially as queer Christians, right? That we are alone um, that these thoughts are unique to us. And I would tell you for the over, almost how many now? Almost 200 calls that I've had with people um, online that set up the free call with me, that none of the thoughts <laughs> that we are having are unique to us, okay? It's all very similar and usually falls within three categories, okay? Usually we have either a real fear of going to hell because of how we grew up, okay? Um, secondly, we don't necessarily have a fear of going to hell, but we really want to have a relationship with God and we feel that we cannot have that. Or the third thing is that we have a fear of what other people are going to say, okay? Hello, Sierra. Hello, TJ. Okay, so usually it's those three things um, and we're all at different stages, right? Maybe we are out um maybe we are out but in a positive relationship maybe we are out in a relationship but we don't want to take the next step because all of our stuff starts coming up and we really start to think like well if i actually get married then i'm actually living in sin and this is actually going to send me to hell and then you start the loop all over again okay so Y'all pray for me as I sit and plan this thing out because I'm not a software developer. Uh, I've, I've written code before in my previous positions uh, when I was a research assistant in my younger years, in my mid-20s, okay? I'm almost 40 now. Come on, Jesus. Looking not a day over 30. I, did I tell y'all that I'm uh, now on the Ethiopian calendar, so technically I am 30, okay? If anybody wanna hop on that calendar with me, you're welcome. Um, but I did that in my mid-20s, and when I was working and running the HR department for the ministry, 
my favorite part of my job was talking to the payroll software and really helping them fix that the user experience right like the intuitive things that i will always ask them like you didn't have any pe people that actually work in hr okay <laughs> to help you come up with this app and so i'm going to be leaning heavily on you all hello marcus um and the name tentatively of the app right now because we did vote on this is chosen family so that is going to be a project that i'm working on we are still going to be having the group coaching confidently queer so confidently queer is the 12-week program where you have access to the online video training that comes with um, worksheets and meditations weekly and then we all meet together on a weekly basis right now it's wednesdays at seven um the to come to the program it is invite only and it starts with that free call with me to see if we're a good fit to work together first okay so if we're a good fit to work together then you're invited into the program so confidently queer is going to be what you know what it is if you're really ready to do the work and get it done quickly that's going to be the way to do it um but for the I don't want to say but for the the app is just a an addition um what's a good word y'all it's a enhancement of my service to the community okay to the work that i've been called to do so if you're just joining welcome again um hey Kay, you can schedule a call with the link in my bio uh set up the free calls answer go through the steps and then we get to have a conversation for about 45 to 50 minutes and we get clear on what's really going on what really are your next steps and if the next step feels like it would be good for you to be a part of confidently queer then i will invite you into the program if it's not i will offer you different resources okay so again welcome everybody my name is coach yema and what i do is i help queer people uh heal she heal <laughs> fear shame and doubt so that you can live the fullest expression of who you are while still having a beautiful deep connection with god because that is really the work that i do that's what god called me to do is to call god's children back home all right so the way that i do that one of the ways the main ways right now is on instagram but we are going to be transitioning to going live on tiktok okay to record the live conversations on tiktok and those audio, the audio from that will be uploaded to the podcast, Queer Christian Conversations. If you would like more personal help from me, because we all do have unique challenges, you can set up the call with me with the link in my bio, and we can talk and see where would be the best place for you to receive the next step, to achieve the next goal that you're looking for, okay? And then um, the other exciting news is that I will be, and I am currently, working on an app that has tentatively the name chosen family i will be getting out a free version of that app by march for us to try out i will be letting my who am i going to tell first i'm gonna tell y'all first when it's out right because this is how we started this is you know what i mean this is the the origins okay so i will be letting the instagram family know first so that you can hop on there because they're will be a limit so that we can really field what's going on and debug it and do all of the technical things and then we will launch 
um, by the grace of God in June, the full app. Okay. So what do you all think about that? What questions do you have for me? Let me know. Send it to me. What's going on? Okay. Let me know what questions you have. Um, let's see what else. Cause this was just like a check in the announcements. Okay. You see the galaxy happening. Um, I've been in a mode of building and of creating, which is my favorite place to be. Like I said before, I am y'all, I'm such a nerd. Uh, I started even taking, <laughs> I started teaching myself how to code. And so there's all this new skill set that I am learning how to do. I will have a design team. I will have a development team that will be helping me do the work that I do. So I won't be doing it by myself. There will be professionals and experts involved, but I will be the one that's there to say it should work, it should look, it should do this this way. How was your holiday? Thanks for asking, Lee. Uh, how was my holiday? Well, I am in Mexico and I spent the holiday with me and my dog. And honestly, y'all, I've been in such a space of excitement about this app and about another app that I'm building for uh, business owners who are called to serve in a spiritual aspect um, on how to develop their ideal customer profile, right? And so I've kind of already built the first part of that app um, and I've shared it with my entrepreneurial group of women and so that's been going well and so it's like i've been in this space of i'm just been geeking out i've been like glasses on i haven't put a dress on like i did my hair and put you know lipstick on for y'all but i've been sitting with glasses on and typing away and creating and all of that and that's really what brings me the most joy and as far as new year goes um I spent it with the Holy Spirit like I usually do. I don't go out on New Year's Eve. I always um, stay in and I transition into the new year in prayer, in gratitude, in celebration, in prophetically speaking over my year and blessing my year, writing down what I am praying for, what I'm expecting, um, manifestations that I want, answered prayers that I want to have, and I sit and I experience the year. Um, so it's very, it's, I guess it can, is that kind of deep? <laughs> I don't know, do y'all do that? Um, Cause that's what I do and every time I've done it, I can notice in my year when I haven't done it, like last year, I didn't, I did it, but not to the level that I did it this year and that I normally have done it because Last year, I just felt like I didn't have a vision really for much of anything, right? It was just like, it was a weird year for me. And I really, I loved it because it was a new space for me to be in a place where I didn't have like this vision of what I wanted. This is what I want to create and this is what I want to have. Da, da, da. It was just a continuation of 2021. And it was a new space for me to be in because God was like, we're just going to experience life. And so I feel like I lived two lives last year and had two seasons of my life and spent the last part of my life, my year, 
last year in solitude for the most part, right? Um, in doing the work that I do in here, but it was spent in solitude and getting and getting clarity. And I feel so much groundedness. Hey, cuz, happy new year. I feel so much more grounded in who I am and what I've been called to do. Like I have so much clarity on who y'all are and what y'all need, right? And who I'm speaking to. Um, Lee says, wow, that's amazing. I too spent years eat by myself in prayer and thanks and felt so much peace. Isn't it amazing? Marcus says, yes, I do. Isn't that amazing? And so for me, um, I've gotten clear and what God is calling me to do in this season is to be a lot more transparent about how I got to where I am right now. Because it's like I'm on the other side of things and I'm just so much more settled, right? Um, my journey to where I am right now included a long season of addiction, right? Um, to alcohol because I was running away and I didn't want to face it and I was uncomfortable. It involved me going to trying therapy, right? And that not working and they not getting in and trying to make sure that I was talking to someone who didn't know the people that I knew. And it was, and then dealing with a relationship with a person who loved me, but didn't want to come out and didn't, wasn't sure. And it was a lot of my journey to where I am now, God, um, and I'm pretty transparent, right? Don't think, I haven't been hiding anything. I just haven't been as detailed in my journey, specifically when it comes to the addiction uh, that I had to alcohol, right? On my way to where I am now. And just being more clear about that, like God's been connecting, connecting the dots for me um, about like really my journey because there was a certain uh part of my journey where like you get on the other side and you kind of forget right and so there was a lot of remembering that um you're welcome g that um god really was reminding me of because i really just like i remembered but i didn't connect the dots to where i am right now to like what really was my my journey god because i know that I went through the drinking. I know that I went through the while and out sexually. Like I know, hello cat. Um, I know that I tried the therapist. I know um, that I made it be something else of me just wanting to run away and just get away. And I know that was all of these things, but God has just been really clear about you were doing this for this reason. Like I remember the first time after i don't know how long i get i was drinking wine at the time but i really wasn't drinking because low-key i've always had an issue with alcohol i don't now though which is the craziest thing it's so beautiful um but i've always from younger days had an issue with alcohol and so um the first shot that i had let's see what year was that 2016 was with my mentor and it was me coming to this realization of this woman that I really held so dear as a friend of the realizing like, oh my God, I was and am deeply in love with her. And that took so long, like I spun out of control, right? Now, looking at me on the outside, you would have no idea, right? 
but I was out of control, right? I was a functional alcoholic, right? And it was a lot of going to work, doing my job because, I mean, I'm working in a ministry. Uh, at that time, she was still working there and there was other issues that were happening at the time. And it's just like, I've never said that part. Um, thank you, Holy Spirit. So, well, no, I did say that part because I've never heard Bible college. <laughs> Um, so it was coming to the realization of that and going home and drowning myself in alcohol and not really facing it and doing all of the mental acrobatics to try to make it make sense and making it her fault and making it me trying to save her and it not being about me being in love with her. And it was just all of this stuff and my mentor there trying to help me out. And I just became, um, completely consumed by um by her and her situation and she also was dealing with addiction issues and it was it was difficult but i didn't make it at that time about oh my gosh i'm in love with this woman it was oh my goodness my friend's in trouble um and she's making really bad decisions and i don't know what to do with it and it was just it was all about her right and so i went through that phase and then i had to heal she ended up getting married to this a guy who was like my I mean it was it was a lot okay to my best he was like my best friend at the time and it was just a lot and it was painful and then going then into well I can't you know that's not a situation that I can lean into and then going out and wilding out y'all like meeting people having to drive from Colorado Springs to Denver let me tell I'm telling y'all all my business okay um driving to Denver and meeting, you know, people that weren't a part of the ministry and just engaging in behavior that was just not, it didn't feel, it wasn't healthy looking back at it right now, but it felt so good at the time. It felt so freeing and I bless God because every time I'm in these situations, cause I've had two seasons like this, um, and this second time, I'm so blessed, like I'm so protected because God always brings people who are so healing to me um, in those seasons. And I'm still friends with most, I mean, if not all, there's only one person, <laughs> which I think we're going to heal that this year. But people who are genuinely caring and loving and who saw me and didn't judge me, right? God always provides people who come around me who are non-judgmental, where I can just be me and be in my confusion and be all of that. That's what that was for that season. And so going through that and then falling in love with the person, with another woman, okay? Like honey, okay? And having that experience and being in so much anxiety um, about not being caught and in the struggle of breaking up with her every every sunday getting back together on a thursday and just the the pain of that and then you know just regular stuff of being in a relationship and then trigger warning here of you know that season of like it was all piling up on me that's when the suicidal ideation started to you know bring come back around again for me right and it's just it was at the time, I didn't make it about, oh, it's because I'm queer. It was just, I was tired. 
but I didn't, I wasn't aware of why I was so tired, right? I felt like I was tired because I'm in this ministry, they're restrictive, and I don't want to be a part of, you know, what they have going on, especially as a person who was writing, <laughs> who was writing policy for the ministry. I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't want to do that because I remember something came across my desk for our locations that were we had international um, locations and they were writing code of conduct, trying to control <laughs> what people were doing at their homes and even try to bring that to America. And I had to let them know, like, excuse me, okay? And bless God, um, I bet they probably look back now and be like, I think that's probably why she was saying all of that. But listen, it was just out of control. And I hated that, right? And it was like a constant battle of them trying to help me, help them understand that you cannot control what people are doing at home and it really wasn't even about me having guilt about this relationship I was in, this same gender relationship. Um, but it was about the idea that you've made our relationship, hey Lola, with God about controlling people's behavior when the message of the guy that brought us here in the first place was that God is not concerned about your behavior. Like, what are we doing, right? Um, so it's, uh, Lee says, wow, so this all while you were at the ministry must have been very, very difficult. All of this while I was at the ministry, right? And so I finally left and got into the work that I'm doing, not right now uh, with queer Christians, but I was, I always knew I was called to sexuality, which was a big deal for them too. Like they did not like it. I was in the ministry when I wrote my first book called Good Sex. It was like a big thing. Like my job was on the line. Like you're in HR, you're single, you can't be writing about sex. And I'm like, I'm not a virgin. <laughs> Most of the people here ain't virgins, okay? Um, where I just shared my story. And after releasing the book, so many people felt comfortable to come to me and to share. Um, people came out of the closet to me. Um, parents of kids who were gay came. And I wasn't sharing that at that time, but they felt comfortable because I was talking about a subject that people weren't comfortable having a conversation about, right? And so all of these things started happening and it was like God was saying like, this ain't, the reason why you're uncomfortable is because you don't belong here. <laughs> this ain't it, okay? And even my boss, bless his heart at the time, was literally like a saving grace um, in the ministry because I remember talking to him about um, being queer and he just sharing with me like, I fully believe that People were born that way and that was so freeing for me um, the president did not know that right and did not he said if I ever shared that people will like not you know <laughs> agree with me but him sharing that with me at that time I was not affirming right because in my book I was like God made us straight and this is who we are and while writing that book God said don't put that in there and I was like but I have to put that in there because of the audience you know that I'm speaking to I mean it was it's a lot y'all okay um, all of that to say, no, it's not available for purchase, Lee. I have to write another book, okay? We have to, hey, twist it. Um, I have to write another book. We have to rewrite that part. Um, I mean, if you want it, I could always send it to you because the rest of it, it was about helping single women experience supernatural sexual wholeness, which was sharing about the revelation of sex and what sex is supposed to be and how it's a reflection of the kingdom of God, right? It's supposed to be when you come together, the oneness that happens, the ecstasy, hopefully that happens, right? The orgasm um, that God created us to have orgasmic 
living like we were we were created to live orgasmically right that is the message and the truth about sex and my and still is my message today is that if we really truly understood that we would have less pain obviously around sexuality but we would make a lot better decisions when it came to who we were sexually active with right and so that was my message then it's still my message today but it's really now about really setting queer people free but that's why i'm a sexuality and spirituality coach right and so all of that to say when god finally said you're not supposed to be talking to moms about having the sex conversation with their daughters which i really enjoyed that because I wish somebody had coached my mom to do it <laughs> or anybody in my life to do it the right way. Um, by the time God told me in 2020 in January that God had called me to this population, it was then that I was able to look back and see that it really was me struggling with accepting myself as queer that had me engaging in all of these behaviors that were not safe for me, right? That were not healthy for me. And to the point where I am now, where I am a safe place for myself, where I can um, freely, if I were to fall in love with a woman, um, where I would marry that woman without any, any shame or any concern about who would come to the, who would come to the, to the wedding like i wouldn't there would be no nothing like i i'm i'm so past all of that it's just really such a blessing and so to now come and be like the evidence for all of us that there is really an other side of this and that i really do get it right i get the journey i get the process i get all of i get all of the 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 hang-ups that come with us and all of the denial, right? Um, that's part of, for me, that was part of my process, right? Let me read some comments here. Yes, I love having you, Pat. Pat's so amazing. Um, so, Coach, you agree that counseling is not for everyone? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely agree with that, right? I also know that different helping relationships are beneficial in different seasons of your life right in different parts of what you're trying to do like i'm not i can <laughs> but i'm not a career counselor right which is i did a lot of that um in the ministry i am not a i'm not a mental health counselor right as a coach which is I really, y'all, if I had, and it makes me want to cry, but I'm really happy that it, it's available now. If Confidently Queer was available when I realized, before I took that first shot with my mentor, like, I am in love with this person and this is freaking painful and I, I don't know what to do. What does God say about it? All of the questions, right? And I, after all the research that I did and still want it, didn't get it right and confidently queer was there i would have signed up like this and it would save me years okay years pain i mean i don't regret it 
the things that I walked through because I mean, I had a good time. It was painful at times, but ultimately I had a great time, right? But it was really painful. Like when it was painful, it was painful, right? Um, I remember dating this guy during this time, this, um, if you don't know, I'm from Liberia, I'm African. And so uh, dating this Liberian guy and I was clinically probably depressed. And I remember him saying to me, because I stopped talking to him and I would spend a lot of time by myself, um, which I do now, but it was a different kind of by myself. And he told me, and then it was like this time that I realized something was wrong, uh, one of the times. And he said, I've been checking Facebook to see you being active on Facebook to make sure that you're okay. And I've been driving by the house to make sure that your lights are on. And I was like, oh wow, like something's wrong. And I sat on the couch with him and I cried the hardest cry I have ever cried. And I didn't know, like I knew it was wrong, but I didn't know what was wrong. And it was like him, which is like, it's so beautiful. Like God really surrounded me with people who were like, okay, this is what's happening. Happy birthday to you. Sorry, y'all, my cousin just joined. Happy birthday, dear cousin. Happy birthday to you. Um, it's like one of my favorite cousins. Um, so what was that? Because <laughs> I meant to text you. I'm going to text you after this, okay? So what was I at? So I cried and I'm sitting on the couch and he tells me, he says this. He says you're in love with this person this woman and this is where all of this is coming from right like he was a good mayor for me because in that season her and i were still in contact on the way to her getting married right which it was like a whole thing she didn't want to and it was just it was toxic um and we were in communication all of the time Right. And so I would be like laying next to him on my phone with her. And so it was that moment. I remember it so clearly, like he came in the house, like he finally stopped over, like knocked on the door because it was like he said my house had been too dark for too long. So he knocked on the door. I let him in and he opened up all the curtains. He sat down on the couch with me and he's like, what is going on? OK. Um, and it was just really a. Uh, an eye-opening moment and him and I were able to uh, end the relationship respectfully and I'm the person who's friends with all of my exes <laughs> except that one okay <laughs> except that one there's always that one okay uh, so we were able to maintain a friendship where he was able to support me and just be like girl <laughs> this is who you are <laughs> and so uh, love all of the experiences that brought me here but going to therapy at that time because i realized i was engaging in dangerous behaviors didn't help me reconcile my faith and my sexuality that was my point because my therapist at the time was like helping me manage my mind and the, like manage the addiction but again it was me dealing with the fruits of a tree that no matter how many times i plucked plucked off the fruit, right? The root was still there, right? There was still shame, there was still fear, a lot of fear that was still there. There was still sadness that was still a part of this tree that was bearing fruit in my life. I needed the root to be gone. I didn't need to help dealing with the fruit, 
right? We got to deal with the root of things. And so um, once I was able to do that with God out of the ministry and just get the clarity that I needed and because I always had this beautiful relationship with God, able to hear God say, this is your superpower. God called me out. If you've been here for a long time, you know that I tell you that all the time. God's the one who called me out. Like, when are you going to accept yourself? This is who I called you to be because I've called you to this, this generation, to this population to help them do this. Right. And so that's how I got here. So for everyone who's just joining me, who's new, um, or missed the beginning part of our announcement, Queer Christian Conversations, moving forward, we will be going live on TikTok, okay? And, oh, I didn't tell you the time, but I will share. I believe I'll be doing it, not the same time, maybe Thursdays at 7 or 6, 6 o'clock Central Time. 7 o'clock Central Time? It'll be 6 or 7, Okay. Well, I'll announce it at the exact time that I'll be doing. I haven't really gotten clear on which time zone to do the 7 o'clock because I'm in Eastern, but in a little bit, I'll be in Central again because I'm in Mexico and we keep switching, right? And uh, So I'll let you all know. Second thing is that I am going to be launching an app for our Queer Christian Nation, um, for queer Christians all over the world, English speaking <laughs> for now. Um, we'll have a, uh, a prototype that I will release in March, by the end of March, beginning of March, sometime in March, okay, maybe March 21st, and that will be a free version where you can log on, and what's going to happen is that you're going to log on, you're going to, you know, take a quick assessment of where you are in your journey, and it will have a personalized plan for you that maybe that's going to give you access to um, resources, not the resources that I provide for Confidently Queer, but things that are already online um, and just kind of put it together nicely for you. I know that sounds, I'm like talking about it and it sounds like, oh my gosh, I'm really gonna do this? Yes, we're gonna do it. We're gonna get as close as possible. That's the vision, okay? And then it'll have your plan for you and then it'll, it'll plop you into a group with other people who are at the same stage in their journey with you so that you know that you're not alone, okay? That's just the beginning um it's called a minimal viable product for the app okay and that's the other announcement and it's going to be called chosen family okay all right so don't feel guilty about not going to counseling um wow that's refreshing it reminds us that there are very good men in the world there really are good no i'm not i've never dated an asshole like and i think too because i'm not an asshole like i'm i'm a genuinely good person not that we you know sometimes people behave ways that we are not uh you know responsible for obviously but i've never all of the times the one person that i'm not talking to that's my ex i'm doing that because of her health like she needs to not talk to me anymore right it's she needs to she needs to heal um yeah so it's not because she's an asshole it's that for her sake because it's just not healthy for her right to continue in relationship with me when this is not going to end in a marriage with us right like this is not a situation 
that she was ready for. I mean, there's a lot of more details into that, but for her health and for her mental capacity, I severed respectfully the relationship because I always I always want to take care of the people that I've loved. Like I don't ever stop loving who I ever loved, right? I still love all of those people and I still want the best for them. And so um, we consciously uncoupled and you know like with queer relationships <laughs> the ending is always very gray like when do we are we still what's happening right and we did that a lot and so we needed to say no more okay no more conversations no more calls no more seeing each other like let's let's do this okay you you need to go do what you need to do and i need to keep moving into the direction i need to go in okay so I will be also continuing to announce this so you're not in the in the dark about it. Tell your friends, okay? Tell everybody we're going to be moving to the new building, okay? <laughs> we're moving to TikTok, okay? Um, any questions you all have for me? I'll give you a little bit because I know there's a delay. Any questions? Um, I really am enjoying this um, ethereal kind of like aura situation that's happening here very beautiful any questions before we close i know i was a little longer today any questions okay well i love you all and happy new year i wish you i pray and speak and declare blessings i declare a revelation of god's love for you I declare abundance, joy, peace, all of the good things that life has to offer you. And I speak a revelation of the God in you, okay? I really have to applaud the man who was there for you during your darkest time. Oh, there were several of them, honey, because there were several dark times, okay? But the best man, I will have to say with Jesus, okay? <laughs> um, Jesus definitely used these people to be there for me. Um, thank you for saying that, right? He's, he was, child, that boy was ready to marry me. They're always ready to marry me. I, and there's no ring on this finger yet. <laughs> I just knew that wasn't it, honey. Um, I, I'm a very, I'm a very unique individual. And so relationship with me you gotta come, you gotta come correct, honey. You gotta be whole. Like, <laughs> you gotta come where, um, you gotta know who you are, right? In this space, even then, in my dark time, I'm still gonna call you out. Like, what's up with you? And I'll say this before I end being in a relationship with me, if you are uncomfortable with freedom, you cannot be in a relationship with me because I will let you be free, right? Like, I'm a Nanda Mish. At the time, I was definitely considering poly and doing all of that stuff. So 